Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast, broadcasting from my deck near Scranton, Pennsylvania, with the dogs and the cats and some scattered poop. Uh, It was a really nice day today. The sun's out. It's actually a pretty long summer as far as weather goes. It's been hot and it's been long, and it's actually going to continue into September. So if you really like the summer which actually I do like to come out on the deck and relax in the shade. Um, It's not much to complain about this year. Um, Sure, it got really hot in Pittsburgh and Indiana, Pennsylvania and places like that, but you expect that from the summer. Um, There hasn't been a ton of rainy days, which, hey, it might not be great for your lawn, but, I mean, it's great for if you want to hang out with friends on a summer night on your deck or maybe you have a little party inside watching the Pirates and, and you know, you move outside to hit, hit up your vape or have a cigarette or whatnot, you know. It's been nice, you know, and the niceness is apparently continuing. So I can't complain, you know. There's a bird tweeting right above me, if you can hear it, that's agreeing with me, you know. It's been a nice year. As we know, it has not been a nice year for the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's been kind of like... Same as usual, um, we've seen this movie before kind of year for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, they have been the laughing stock most of the year. They made their typical mistakes with, um, you know, a guy on the base paths sliding and having a cell phone come out of his pants, you know, and having that being all over Sports Center and all over, like, you know, just the joke of sports, which generally... That's what the Pittsburgh Pirates are over a long periods of time as a joke of sports. I mean, they won yesterday. They beat the Red Sox yesterday. Not like the Red Sox are any great shakes this year. Um, but JT Brubaker pitched a nice game. In fact, he's had a pretty decent year. His ERA is under 420. Um, but, you know, it's not the pitching that's been the biggest problem. I mean, sure, they've had plenty of implosions, right? They lost 21 to nothing. They lost like 22 to three. They've lost um, 16 to one. You know, they've lost plenty of games where they imploded and gave up double digit runs. Um, But for the most part, the pitching has been average for this team. Maybe, Maybe slightly below average, but really everybody's had trouble with pitching. The Cardinals have had lots of injuries. Um, obviously the Red Sox have had a lot of trouble with pitching. They have a guy that makes as much as the entire Pirates active roster go on the DL again in Chris Sale. Um, so teams have struggled, but you know, here it is. It's a Friday afternoon, you know, I'm heading into the weekend where I do most of my work, my working. And, uh, I very, I try to listen to the Pittsburgh, um, Pirates fan forum Uh, and they did actually open up with some good points today but then they start to talk about how Rodolfo Castro looks good you know a guy who has a uh, 215 he's won for his last 11 he has like a 215 career average he has seven career home runs and five of them came in his first five hits um, he, he's okay defensively, but he'll make some mistakes at short. I mean, he's not a major league player. I think we can just say that right now. 
Lima Driss. Then I'm talking about like a regular player, someone that is going to be a regular on your team in the lineup almost every day. Lima Driss, clearly not an everyday player. Cal Mitchell, clearly not an everyday player. O'Neill Cruz, I've said, I think he's an everyday player, but he's certainly below average as of his first 200 major league at bats. Um, the guys that we have that are everyday players are uh, Brian Reynolds, Kevin Newman, and Key Brian Hayes, who unfortunately is hurt right now. And that's really it. And then we have guys that are close to being everyday players. I mean, you probably wouldn't be shot playing these guys every day. Uh, you know, that you probably wouldn't be lined up and shot for playing these guys every day by the Gestapo. Um, and that is um, Chavis and Ben Gamble. Those guys are certainly below average as far as everyday players go. But at least you could have them in the conversation of being, okay, maybe this guy's an everyday player. But if you start talking about bringing up Travis Swaggerty, you know, somebody who's batting maybe 270 in the minors, thinking that that guy's going to be an everyday player, knowing that, Guys that hit 270 or even 300 in the minor leagues have come up and not done well, you know, in the major leagues. We know just by his AAA that he's probably not an everyday major league player. He's another one of these guys where he has one thing that's pretty good, his defense. But, you know, you can't play him every day because the guy's going to be exposed um, G1 Bay has had a decent year in the minor leagues. He's hurt right now. Are we really thinking that this guy is going to be an everyday average major league player? I wouldn't think so. I mean, he had a nice run in the Arizona Fall League last year. He's done okay in the minor leagues. But we're, we're talking about major league baseball. You know, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Pirates a team that charges 20 30 bucks a seat for people to watch in a city. We're talking about that. We're not talking about Indianapolis Indians, you know. We're not talking about the Altoona Curve. You're talking about guys who could be an everyday player on a baseball team. And we don't have those guys in the minor leagues, you know. I mean, there's nobody in AAA that's really knocking on the door who's doing well day in, day out, including Jiwan Bay. And that guy's hurt anyway, you know? So can we stop throwing those names around like Swaggerty and Bay? I mean, we, we know what we have there, and we know it's not good enough, you know? And we know the fans haven't got to see them yet. But, I mean, you didn't get to see Bly Madras yet either. You didn't get to see Cal Mitchell yet either, you know? You didn't get to see... Um, Rodolfo Castro yet either. But when you see those guys and you're watching with your own two eyes, you know that they're not good enough to be everyday major league players. Therefore, I mean, obviously, guys that weren't even hitting as good as them in the minor leagues aren't going to be everyday major league players, um, such as Swaggerty, Jiwan Bay. Maybe even 
um, Lyover Paguero, who's really struggling in Double A. He's poor defensively. He hasn't really hit well this year, other than starting off well. You know, can we stop just talking about these guys as if we expect them to come up and be everyday major league players? I mean, what about Henry Davis? Sure, he ranks high on the prospect list, but this guy's like 23 years old now. He's been hurt way more than he's been healthy since he's been a Pittsburgh Pirate minor league player. Are we really expecting this guy to come up and play every day? I mean, he might. He had a really good, solid year in college. But he can't stay healthy. So, no, I mean, we can't expect that to happen, you know. It might happen. I've said, you know, I'd be willing to, you know, potentially pencil him in to be my first baseman. But you can't expect that, you know. And for the most part, as far as we're just focusing on hitting, there's not many guys I can expect to come up and be everyday major leaguers. I mean, could um, could Matt Gorski come up and be a decent major league player? Or at least be kind of as good as, um, you know, as Sawinski, you know? Maybe strikes out 200 times a year. But, you know, he'll hit you enough home runs to be an everyday major league player. Not a good one. Maybe a little below average. But at least, like, someone that we could consider a major leaguer. Yeah, he could be. I'm not expecting it. You know, I'm not penciling him in. But he, it's possible, you know. Could Nick Gonzalez come up and be an everyday major league second baseman? Yeah, I think he could be an everyday major league second baseman. And I've said as much. You know, do I expect him to be an above average everyday player? I wouldn't expect that. You know, um, just because in double A this year, his first taste of double A, I mean, he's only batting like, what, 260 in double A and he got hurt and he got hurt last year. So, no, I would expect him to come up and maybe hit like 240, 250, you know, but maybe be an okay below average second baseman. Um, Nunez, the guy that we traded for from the Cardinals, do we expect him to come up? And be a good first baseman in the major leagues. No, I mean, I wouldn't expect him to be a good first baseman. He has an opportunity to play every day. And he has enough pop in his bat to where maybe he could hit 20 home runs in a season. But he'd probably be another guy in your lineup that's striking out 200 times a year in doing that. And he's another guy in your lineup that's going to hit around 190 or 200. So, I mean... Being honest, there's really not much there, you know? I mean, you have to dig pretty far down to expect anything from those guys. Oh, you screwed me up, babe. Anyways, I think you're kind of seeing what I'm getting at here. My wife came out and uh, tried to quiet the dog, so I had to put a stop. I like to go all the way through just on a, you know, on my um, train of thought. And just go through a whole episode and just get my rant out of the way. But anyways, you, you kind of see where I'm getting here, you know? I mean, maybe some farm systems are good to put together 60% of a team. But our farm system ain't it right now, you know? 
So the only way that you could actually improve this team is to sign guys who are veteran, proven veteran players, you know, maybe a little bit better than Ben Gamble or Chavis, but at least put together a team that might win 70 games in any particular year because the pitching's not terrible. I don't know if we're going to be able to afford JT Brubaker in two years, but that's, that's a conversation for another time. We're just talking about the hitters. Um, I wouldn't think that, you know, you're, this team is ever going to hit enough. And I don't think this team's ever winning 75 games anyway. So, I mean, I think I made that point on several occasions, you know. Unless we get a salary floor, you know, we're never going to win 75 games. But it's just this this thing that's being portrayed, you know, by a lot of the media. And I'm picking on Pirates fan forum, but some of them are worse, like the Pirates pod to be named later. I mean, Stumpy is just completely overrating every single prospect. And, you know, that's his thing. You know, he knows these guys. I don't really, I don't blame him for that too much. I mean, he's a really young guy, right? And I, but I really do think that um, Gary and Jim Stam, these are guys that know baseball, you know? And it's more Gary than Jim. But can we just stop pretending that, you know, playing the kids is going to win more games? Because really, we've tried it, right? I mean, we've thrown out any anybody that's done okay in the minor leagues this year. We've thrown them out there. Anybody from Cal Mitchell to Bly Madris. You know, we know that those guys aren't good enough. You know, Rodolfo Castro. Um, we're hoping that, um, you know, that Sawinski will be good enough. Like I said, he, he'll hit some bombs, but he'll strike out a lot. He'll, he'll probably bat below 200, you know. But what it really is a hodgepodge of nothingness when, when you get down to it and you see exactly what we have in the minors, you know. You see that top 30 list and you realize that most of these guys aren't major league regular type players, you know, especially the hitters. You know, Nick Gonzalez, like I said, he might be okay, but right now he's looking more like a 240 hitter with not a lot of pop as your second baseman. And that's a little below average, right? I mean, you're not going to compete with a team that's spending money like the Cardinals with a guy like that. You're not going to compete with, compete with a guy that's going to spend money like the Cubs, you know, with a team of guys that are batting 240. Um, you know, is O'Neill Cruz going to come around? I've said this many times. I think he's going to be okay. Maybe he'll be an average major league player. But, you know... At some point, you got to have some guys that are, are above average. And if you let Brian Reynolds walk, the odds of someone else of Brian Reynolds' quality coming through the system or coming through on one of these trades, these salary dump trades, the odds are against it, you know? So it's not like we could just replace him. It's not even like we could just replace Ben Gamble, who a lot of people are already talking about him like he's gone, you know? Because we're not going to be, be able to compete with... Somebody's going to offer him three years, $10 million, and it's not going to be us, basically, you know? Chavis, I would imagine he would be back next year because he's a Ben Sherrington guy. But when he starts making too much money, you know, if he does end up being an okay guy, he, he'll be gone, you know? So, I mean, there's really nothing 
There's no foundation here. There's nothing here for me to believe that this team's ever going to win. They're not going to score enough runs. Their bullpen's probably not going to be solid enough because they're always going to trade guys away at the deadline. Um, the starting pitching is probably always going to be fluid, a word that they used in spring training. Because are they really going to pay JT Brubaker his second year of arbitration when he's making like eight million bucks? You know, they usually don't. You know, they would either extend him or they would trade him. And, you know, it's more likely that he would just be traded because he's making too much money, you know. They'd be more likely to extend a Mitch Keller, I would think. And it's pretty much the same thing that we did with, um, you know, with Adam Frazier, you know. He wasn't very good. He finally got to the point where he was a, like an everyday major league player. And he got too expensive and we traded him, you know. I mean, it's kind of like that's what we're likely to see with these guys, you know. Like, these guys are probably going to come up and hit 230, 240. If they do really work hard, you know, and they're a really good um, clubhouse guy, we're going to trade them away when they hit their second year of arbitration, like Adam Frazier. And there's probably three or four guys that will, maybe five, four or five guys that will sign the long-term contracts. And let's just say that those guys are um, Key Brian Hayes, Mitch Keller, uh, maybe a, um, a Bednar, possibly um, another starting pitcher like Brubaker or Thompson, or potentially it might be um, a uh, Michael Burrows or a um, um, one of the, one of these other guys that we think might be decent, you know, coming from the minor leagues. Like a Jared Jones, you know, someone like that. But it's not going to be ever enough to field a winning team. I mean, I, I wish that people would just be more honest, you know, and then I wouldn't be frustrated listening to um, the Pirates fan forum when they say play the kids. Even when we know the kids are not good enough, you know, and we know they're not going to do well, exposed every day as a major leaguer. Like a Tucapita Marcano. You know, he did well for a while, but he's four for his last 37 at-bats or something like that. Just doesn't hit enough to be a major league regular. You know, there's lots of guys like that in the minor leagues. Tons of guys like that. And the only way that you can build a team that is going to be half decent is you have to spend some money bringing in good quality free agents, you know. You're going to have to have a payroll of at least 150 mil, especially when you're not good at it. You know, you're not good at drafting. You're not good at finding and developing young guys like the Pittsburgh Pirates. And then maybe you'll see a solid third place, third place team, you know, behind like maybe St. Louis and the Cubs. But until that happens, you know, it's going to be more of the same. It's going to be more of a hodgepodge of nothingness. You know that as well as I do. And I just wish, you know, more people were honest, you know, with their with looking ahead. I just wish that they would honestly say, you know, this is what it is, you know, because at the end of the day, everything is what it is. You know, just because you don't acknowledge something doesn't mean that it's not what it is, you know. And that's 
a life thing that I've taught here on many podcasts over the last year and a half is that accept things as they are and not constantly hope things will become what you want them to be because you can't live like that, you know? You can try to better yourself, but there's certain things that are out of your control, you know? So if you're willing to accept things as they are, which I am, I mean, I I accept the pirates as they are. I like doing this podcast. I know they're not good. I know they're never going to be good. But I kind of like watching guys like Mike Burroughs and um, Quinn Priester. You know, I like watching those guys. They have a few guys that I like watching, you know. If I have time, I'll watch Roanji Contreras pitch in the majors, you know. I'll watch an O'Neill Cruz at bat. I'll watch um, uh, Key Brian Hayes play some defense. You know, I'll watch Brian Reynolds in a key situation, you know, see how he handles the at bat and whatnot. But, I mean, I'm under no illusion that this thing is going to come together, you know. And I think as, as long as you're willing to admit that, that it's probably not going to come together, you know, at least until we get a salary floor or whatnot. And that's going to be another four and a half years. But you're willing to watch them, you know, and root for a couple guys that might actually stick around, like Key Brian Hayes. Then it is what it is, man. And I, I, hope, I hope that you will keep tuning in and listening to my podcast because I'm being as honest as I possibly can here. I'm not trying to be rant guy. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to be overly positive. I'm just reporting to you what I see. And I've seen a lot of baseball. And you can disagree with me. And you could think that I'm an idiot. I mean, that's your right. But I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of baseball in my 53 years. So the stuff that you hear me say, you know, is going to be to the best of my ability, you know. And I'm not sure you could say the same about Jim Stam and, and Gary because sometimes I think they're, they're just lying to themselves or they're lying to you, you know, just for more, just for better recognition, maybe to get a better job in, you know, in Pirates Media or whatnot. I have no such interests. With my podcast, you're going to hear it the way I see it and exactly what I believe is happening, you know. Like last night's game, it was great to see Brian Reynolds and, um, you know, and uh, Kevin Newman have good games. Those are guys who we know are veteran players, you know. And they're going to have good games, you know. And they faced a really bad pitcher as well. And our pitcher did well. It's going to happen. But you're only winning 40% of your games, you know. So, yeah, four out of ten times you're going to have some wins. And two out of those four are going to be nice wins like last night, you know. It doesn't mean you're going to have a good ball club, but it's just something that might be fun to follow. Enjoy your weekend. We love you. Peace out.